you either got the juice or you don't. Episode 67 of the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm Alex Jaffe, and if I were a video game character, my health points would be replenished by Diet Coke. Oh, uh, my name is Frank Zafaldi, and if I were a video game character, my health would be replenished by French country-style omelets made by Jacques Pepin. <laughs> Jacques Pepin's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm Matthew Kumar, and uh, if I was a video game character, uh, my health points would be replenished by crack cocaine. Yep, mm, well, that's true. Sea coke, as I call it. And my name is Tim Rogers. If I were a video game character, uh, I would be one hit kill. So, and one hit kill permadeath, no continues. Mm. But if we were doing this, it would definitely be slices of pizza. I would have to uh, eat a slice of pizza if I had a health bar. I'm Brandon Sheffield, and if I were a video game character, my health points would be replaced by my own tears. <laughs> Hooray! That's not uh, really a very good answer. I'm just going to point that out to everybody listening, so they okay. all understand that that answer's not. Uh, it's not very nice because it's mm-hmm. not playing. It's not playing with the, the along with the rules of the show. Is it not? So, what uh, were the rules? If, what what if rules, this, Tim? If this if were. That were established. The item was, uh, it had to be a sort of a food item, is what it had to be. Your attitude attitude is out of line for this (laughs) podcast. And you've just, if this were a, a, a job, you'd have just been fired. Just just because you can't think outside the box, Tim, does not mean that I have to stay I'm within always it. Outside Guys, the box. I'm going the to allow... The box being the pizza box in this scenario. Uh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, go- I'm going to allow Brandon's answer of tears. Uh, how this go... Start of a food item. Yeah. yeah. Not good enough. Uh, so how this goes is that I introduce a topic, you guys discuss it for six minutes, and we wrap it up with some kind of final round. Uh, the episode generally starts with whoever won the last podcast. Uh, Brandon, you weren't in the last podcast, and that means you win by default. So uh, you get to pick the first topic. The only way to win is not to play, huh? Exactly. That's right. Okay, so I guess my topic will be... Uh, Today I was thinking about how I was surprised that scale, that Kickstarter, had not exceeded its goal because it sort of seemed like the kind of thing that people would fund a lot right away, and I I realized I didn't really understand Kickstarter and what people like. Uh, But then, through logging in to see how, I don't know, to see something, uh, I discovered that two of the things I had Kickstarted had uh, had come to fruition and were done like two games that I. Now by fruition, do you mean fruit ion? I mean fruit ion. Actually, is what I mean. Uh, okay. And so since they had come to fruit ion, um, I downloaded them and I thought, man, I sure don't care about these games that much anymore. So I'm wondering, uh, first of all, if you have any Kickstarters you've backed that you're still actually waiting for and interested oh, yeah. in, and second. Uh, if not, what would it take to be interested again? Uh, to to well, 
what would it take for you to have to back a Kickstarter now that you would retain interest in? I, like for okay. me, I've realized that I get excited about a game, and then I want it for like about three months, and then mm -hmm. after that. My, I'm just like, well, I guess this is out now. I've, I've, I've had, I had fun thinking about it for a minute, and now I don't really care. So you uh, once wrote an editorial about this, in fact. I did? have. You did. You wrote did a, a, thing, a thing about advertising mobile games way before they're ready. Oh yeah, I did. That's the same concept. Right. That's true. Okay, I, so to to clarify, uh, are there any Kickstarters that we backed that we're actually still excited for, and if not, what would it take for us to back another Kickstarter? Yes. I guess when that uh, that Sports Friends Kickstarter is done, I'll play that because I I guess that means I get a free copy of that. Uh, and then the only other Kickstarter I ever uh, backed was uh, the Diamond Trust of London by Jason Rohrer, but that was only because the Kickstarter was to manufacture the cartridges for this game that was already made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sure did get that, and that was exciting. So maybe I just think that Kickstarter is kind of dumb in general, personally. I just I don't I don't go around. Throwing my money at stuff that doesn't exist yet. Um, I, I, I often back Kickstarters, not often, but sometimes back Kickstarters that uh, I don't even care to play it because just because I support the idea. Um, for example, there's a game called Unwritten Echoes of Twilight, which is just some fantasy RPG thing uh, that I will never play. But it's done by a, a team of really organized modders who did who sh actually shipped a bunch of Oblivion mods before. So I kind of wanted to support them, you know, trying to make a real thing. Um, but as I'm looking through everything I've backed, and like everything that's not a video game that I haven't gotten yet, I'm really excited for. Everything that is a video game, I'm just like, no, I don't really want to play this. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um, like I back Dreamfall. I really like Dreamfall, but I don't know if I want to play another one. Um, a Hat in Time. I don't know if you guys saw that one. It looks like a, a modern Nintendo 64 game. It's actually really cool. But uh, am I actually going to play that? I kind of doubt it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing... Uh, like, right now, I'm really excited about scale. <laughs> like, is yeah. that going to last three months? I don't know. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to Radio the Universe, which is a... Kickstarter that I backed some time ago, and it looks like so eerily similar gameplay-wise and and kind of theme-wise to Hyperlight Drifter. That I was like, man, Hyperlight Drifter got five hundred thousand dollars, and this guy got eighty thousand. What is the difference between the two of them? And uh, the answer is more moodiness, possibly, and uh, <laughs> slightly different art style. So. I've got a really simple answer. Uh, after our last show, I ended up backing uh, David Hellman's second Quest Kickstarter. So the, best way to, so the best way to get me to uh, contribute money to your Kickstarter is to appear on this show. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Your Kickstarter was long done last week. Uh, they were yeah. still accepting donations, well, weren't they? On a, well, on a separate thing? Well, well, then what did I give money to? You just no, kind no. of put the money down is what you did. You did put it did on the I table. give the money directly to Kickstarter itself? Did, did I just, got... like, donate to Kickstarter as an organization? You might have got straight know. scammed is what might have happened. Did they, did they ask for uh, your, your credit card number? Ah, man. So you just got fished. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Jesus. I, I know what I'm taking care of after this show. Business. I love getting fished, yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah, Jim, you got anything? 
My, my sister loves getting yeah. fished in that she follows the band Fish around the country. Cool, let's like uh, Kumar talk. What do yeah. you got to say? Say something. Yeah, um, so the interesting fact about me is I have never backed a game Kickstarter. I've, I've just never had money spare for them, really, you know? like uh, Because a lot of them, they are, you know, a video game you download, they're maybe 15 to $40 or something, and that's just a lot of money to, to put away and the possibility of maybe not getting anything because mm-hmm. I have I have backed at least one uh, Indiegogo where I'm like still waiting for some zines like two years later and <laughs> I kind of don't want to give up on getting them. Do you know what I mean? Um, so when it comes to Kickstarter, the only things I backed were things that I felt were pretty much sure bets, which is obviously an issue that Kickstarter has. So I backed the Sensible uh, Software book which is fantastic, and yeah, I, I got I got that one too. It's pretty good. And then I've just I just backed uh, immediately backed his Mega Drive book, which is just on Kickstarter right now. It's do you know oh. the exact name of it, Frank? Uh, no, I didn't even know there was one. I'm Mega Drive book. I think it's called like the definitive uh, Sega Genesis. It's the same guy, right? Yeah, definitive history of the Sega Genesis. I think that's what it's called. Well, yeah. if you if you're looking it up on Kickstarter, it's Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis colon collected works. Oh. Yeah, cool. yeah, and it's and it looks it looks really good, and I trust that it'll be good. And I got it on like the early bird backer business. So, but I mean, I'll back books because I like the physical objects. I'm you know generally pretty sure I'll get it. Games. Yeah. For the most part, I'm just kind of like I don't really like games as much as I like books. So. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm looking through the stuff I backed, and it's like yeah, I'm still really looking forward to this documentary about Mad Magazine. <laughs> but like all these games, I'm like, yeah, this I'd watch this, that. this calendar. I, I backed a calendar of uh, of Stray Cats in Oakland. I'm looking forward to that. Hood oh cats. man, yeah. Back it's Hood Cats. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Hood Cats. Hood Cats. Hood cats. cats on the hoods of cars. All right. No, it's cats living in. That's the another hood. Kickstarter. That's a new Kickstarter. Yeah, uh, uh, th- 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 what? Th- th- that's the topic. We gotta move on. What? Okay, no. let's do it. Hood Our cat. hood cats. That's I, what I, I, want I I realized what I had done. Don't worry, I didn't get fished. Uh, but it's not exciting. Uh, <laughs> what would you do if you got an Xbox One or PlayStation Four a week earlier than everyone else? Put it, it on eBay. I don't think putting a console on eBay works anymore. I just I don't think it works. Yeah, but it's free, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. If I got a, if I got an Xbox One, what do you mean? Now, in this hypothetical example, am I getting it for free or am I paying? It money just for it? showed up at your house. I would use. If I got an yeah. Xbox One, I would, I would play it. I would, yeah, I would play, play that that Forza on it. I actually wouldn't mind having a 1080p 60fps uh, car simulator game with that really nice controller and all those neat social features that they have in there. You know what? You know, I mean, does I'd that make to... me a monster? I don't think those will be uh, ready yet, though. They won't be. You won't be able to use any of those features before the console has properly launched. Then you know you what I would, online, would do. And I would. That, yeah. I would have fun just playing the game as as a game that you play with a controller. Interesting. Because I mean, those huh. car games. You know what? I can get a lot of mileage. Out of ah. Hey. I can. You know, you know, I would. I would I take just drive the... in circles. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't like those effects, Jaffe. I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> who, who likes the effects? Raise your hand. Frank, do you like the effects? I'm not raising my hand. So what Nobody's do you raising their hands for that. Oh, that's too bad. The effects are pretty good. No, I they're mean, garbage. Who, who cares? <laughs> What's um, your if you like the effects? Play a round of applause. No. <laughs> okay, fine. 
God darn it. Um, okay, so uh, Box shows up, no games. Uh, in theory, it goes online. Um, in theory, the storefront is live, I guess, so we could be da- downloading digital games. Am I going to get banned for being yes. online early? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So that's what I do. I get banned. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I would keep it unplugged from anything, and I would just play that Forza, because as we know, uh, I was in Target the other day, and they were selling Xbox One games. They were just there. So but were like, they selling Forza? Uh, I, I think so. I, didn't see, I, didn't, I was there with you. I didn't see Forza. I think it was there. If you it wasn't there, I would, go, I would go somewhere else, and I'm pretty sure they would have it. Doesn't play Forza that. have a day one patch to work? Probably. A DOP. Why the heck yeah. not? But like to even work, I thought there was like a bunch of stuff to download to even make it work. Oh, that well, would be unfortunate. That would suck. But then uh, maybe I just if it's a free Xbox, you know what? I don't need to play it right now. I'll just yeah, put it on exactly. the table and then play it later. I just uh, to... oh. what? So I just set it on the table and just wait. Yeah. I would I would mess around with the controllers. Uh, yeah, I would feel up on like, that Xbox controller. I would I would like test it. my personal games with the Xbox One controller. I think that's, it actually mm-hmm. doesn't work yeah. on the PC though. What? I thought it did. It does not. No. But oh. wait, why would but, they do that? Yeah. Uh, uh, trust me, I'm up on this. It it doesn't the, work. The PS4 one does though, right? PS4, yeah, PS4 one PS4 you plug right does. in. Yeah. Well, that makes yeah. sense because Sony has a major computer operating system, so it makes mm. sense that their controller would work. There's a whole lot of people yeah. freaking out about the PS4 controller working on Mac, and they're like, oh my god, it even works on Mac. And it's like, so does the PS3 controller. You just plug it in and it works. It's a it's a, a human interface device that is USB and also Bluetooth. It just, just works. It doesn't work on the PC, though, just plugging in a... Uh, Oh no, the PS3 one. I was saying the PS3 one doesn't. Yeah, yeah, the PS3 one doesn't. But uh, well, oh, the ones I have do. I just really? the, the, the USB uh, one that I have. I have a Mad Cat's FPS Pro controller that works, and then I've gotten other regular PS3 controllers to work. You have to just plug it in, and it's this ridiculous process, but it works. But uh, the, the the whole thing that people were freaking out about was like, oh my god, it works on the Mac, and it's like, yeah, the, the old ones worked on the Mac too, and I don't know. This I mean, I want a PS4 controller a lot. I really, if I had one, I would, uh, I'd play around with that. I'd play a bunch of games with it, and I'd have a good time. So, so the guys who make Windows are making a video game controller that doesn't work with Windows. Yeah, have right. you noticed that most stuff in Windows 8 doesn't work with anything inside itself? <laughs> yeah, I have like, noticed that. It's yeah. almost like they're doing it on purpose, huh? Wow. And did you okay. see the, the news this week anyway that uh, one of the <clears throat> candidates for Microsoft CEO wants to sell Xbox anyway? Really? Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, the Nokia guy that they're interested in, because he did such a bang-up job on Nokia, obviously. He's yeah. like, well, we should get rid of Xbox and we should kill Bing. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna, they want to kill Bing? Yep. I say they're going to kill, kill Bing Gordon. I'm sad about that. He 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 did contribute some good things to. He sure uh, did. Yeah. He's got family and everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> terrible. It's really. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing about it. Well, why would? I mean, how does that even benefit Microsoft to kill Bing Gordon? Well, you you know, I mean, we don't know what well, he's been up to lately. That's true. Yeah, he may have developed an amazing operating system that is free. Or he might have been like doing things to uh, help Microsoft products talk to each other, and they're like, no! Oh, yeah. must be separate. Yeah. Yes. I hate That's that. That's right. Mm-hmm. 
That's probably what it was. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Xbox, having Xbox, Bing those. Gordon. Fair enough. Uh, next, uh, our next topic. Uh, what can we say to our dads when they insist video games are a waste of time? Oh, my dad never said that because my dad is actually the guy that bought video games for me. Uh, when I was like nine years old, he he bought me an Atari 2600 and a bunch of games at a at a uh, like a garage sale or something like that. And he actually always something like a garage sale. Something like a garage sale. Like a, like a thrift store or a flea market. Yeah, it could have been one of those, those similar, things yeah. also. You know, it, it those were in fact the a other two sale? options I had in my mind. It could have been a yard sale. It could have been a a uh, a fire sale. I don't know. It wouldn't have been one of those. Anyway. Uh, so my dad would not say that video games were a waste of time, but my mom might, and the easy answer would be, well, uh, remember that I have had a job since college, and it's been video games, so <laughs> the end. <laughs> so l- let, me, let me make sure I understand the question. So my father comes to me and tells me video games are a waste of time, and what's my reaction? Um, we, uh, we're helping our listeners equip. Uh, uh, we're equipping our listeners to deal with this. Well, because if uh, my if my father came to me and said that, I would be like, "You haven't spoken to me for about thirteen years, and that's really what you're <laughs> going to ask me? Like, seriously? Like, that that's the topic you're going to bring up after thirteen years? That, that's that's how we're going to break this ice? Really? I'm just Dad, trying you to came break back. We could be a family. Imagine it's a different parent. <laughs> Imagine it's your mom. Yeah, I had if it was my mom, mom I'd have as well. Yeah, um, it would be the same thing as, as Brandon's answer, but uh, but okay to help to help listeners deal with this, right? Yes. Um, well, God, I, they are, but that's okay. Like everyone does things that waste time, and that's that doesn't mean that it's not fulfilling you in some way. Yeah. I'd tell my dad that watching reality TV is a god darn waste of time. That's all he does. Ooh. Would that work? I'd tell my dad, at least I'm awake when I play video games. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because my, uh, my, my dad is a cool guy, right? He's, he's a cool guy who's uh, actually told me on previous occasions that video games are a waste of time. And uh, he... His hobby, like this guy used to love movies. He used to go see movies in the theater. And uh, when there were video stores, when video stores were a brand new thing, he was all over that that garbage. He was going to all of them and getting stuff and renting movies. He'd be that like Friday night, he'd be like, got a whole bunch of movies and you know VHS tapes. We'd put them in and watch them. And uh, he still has that hobby, except now as a man over the age of sixty, he has also come to possess the. Uh, I, would, I, I don't know if I want to say the inability to watch a movie without falling asleep or the ability to fall asleep not two seconds into the loudest movies possible. So, I mean, that's kind of a wasted time. Going to the video store at that point is sort of, They still go to the video store because they don't trust that Netflix because anything you got to put your credit card number into. So I'd be unless like, you know, it's at a least, video store. Unless it's a video store when you're swiping yeah. the card, that's okay. But if you're typing it into the computer where uh, the hackers can get it because they've seen just some of those. Swiping, note typing. Yeah, just the just this yes to swiping, no to typing, yes. So that's uh, you know, my dad just puts the movies on and falls right the heck asleep, and and the TV volume's just turned all the way up. It's like that's it's going to the video store is a pretty big waste of time at that. You point. know, I I think uh I think dads just fall in front fall asleep in front of screens nowadays because my dad, I I recall this specific instance where he 
he wanted me to show he wanted to show me this specific scene of Hellboy, which I had already expressed a disinterest in watching. Oh and, man. And and he's like, No, you gotta watch this scene. Just watch this scene. And he's uh fast forwarding it, uh, and then hits play and I'm 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 watching the whole time. I didn't look at him. I'm I'm just watching and I'm like, is this really the scene that you wanted to show me, Dad, and I look over and he is asleep with the remote in his hand. His <laughs> his thumb had just drifted back over to the play button. That's pretty good. So my dad was like, I had an iPad at Christmas last year. My dad was like, I wish I had one of those iPads. And I actually literally thought, if my dad had an iPad and he turned it on, he would just fall asleep with it in his hand. Like, as soon as the light hits his face, he would just fall down Dark. onto the ground with it. And then he'd break the iPad. Maybe I gotta that. say, speaking of iPads, I was at an Apple store earlier today. That new Fell iPad, right asleep, like that. <laughs> that new iPad is so much lighter than the iPad that I got last year. It's like not even half the weight. Maybe it's a little more than half the weight, but it's like that old one is like I don't even want to pick that thing up because it weighs like three pounds. I want to hold it with you know dainty with my fingers, but it'll make you tough. Yeah, but this it's like I don't know. It, it feels wrong on the fingers. The big iPad, but this new one. Much thinner, much lighter, much more dad-friendly, but it'll still put him to sleep. I mean, maybe that's what dads mean. They mean it's a waste of sleeping time. Like, why would yeah. you spend that time in front of a screen not sleeping? When you can be sleeping, and then you can wake up early to mow the lawn. And exactly. What would you say to somebody, to your dad, Matthew Kumar, or um, a parental figure of a sort who told well, you? Well, my, my parents um, have been very supportive. I don't think they'd ever say anything like that. But we were talking in terms of... Um, Helping our viewers. Yeah, hypotheticals. Uh, uh, I think that thing. one of the things that you can do is is find ways that video games have helped you in your life and show them that. So, for example, if your mom comes home or and she's like, oh, "I've lost my keys," you could find them and then you could be like, "I found them because of I've learned that from hidden object games, right?" right. Or if your mom is very rich and she drops a big bag of jewels on the floor, for example, mm -hmm. you could like put three together and make them disappear and say, I learned that because of video games. And she'll be <laughs> like, I want those back. I needed those. And you'll be like, well, what about these rings? Just hit me once and all these rings will fly out. And you go, I learned it because of video games. Or you right. cut down the grass and there's rupees in there. Exactly. Yeah. Cut yeah. grass. Find money. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of ways you can use video games. And, I mean, this is news you can use. Mm -hmm. just, sure just never put two of your rubies in a bag at the same time. I mean, more than two. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, 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 or at least make sure they're different colors. Closing thought, if your parent says that video games aren't art, remind them that Ebert's dead. Right. <laughs> yep, no, he can't you hurt us him. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, we won. Uh, yeah. Here's a question I've been getting from several people for several months and have held uh -oh. off on, and uh, I finally reached the tipping point, so here we go. Uh, who are the Mozart and Salieri of video games? Whoa! Hmm. Hmm. I just want to hmm. say that, uh, so the video game The Last Action Hero by uh, that me and Frank and me and Frank played recently, mm -hmm. the main bad guy in that movie the movie The Last Action Hero is played by the guy who played Salieri. And as the kid informs Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie, he killed Mozart. So, uh, <laughs> and who was the guy who the directed The Last Action Hero went on to make the game The Collective? Mark Echo's Getting Up? Or he, with, with the company The Collective? So that's, oh, uh, that guy's got to be the Salieri of video games. I mean, yeah. the obvious answer... Would be the Mozart. 
but nobody's the, killed him yet. The obvious answer, and the reason I didn't want to do this, is Mario and Luigi, end of discussion. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess yeah. Luigi, uh, it is, uh, Luigi did kill Mario. Oh, of <laughs> video games, not of the video game industry? Um, well, the question is asked as of video games, but I, but yeah, of the video game industry would be more interesting. Okay. Well, I think Tim answered that relatively well. Uh, so maybe <laughs> right. Maybe we should go to the uh, to the video game situation. I mean, you got you got your uh, your Sonic and Knuckles, I suppose. Yeah, that's pretty mm, close. Yeah. yeah. And which which one was the one where uh, Sonic like broke his neck and killed him? That was Adventure Two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Battle. Wait, yeah. no, no. Hmm. Was that on the GBA? Was that one of the? I think GBA that was ones? Generations. I think it was Sonic the Fighters. Ah. Shadow the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Sonic the Fighters. I, I could see why you'd say that. It was. It was the fighting game on GBA, the 2D one. A Sonic Rumble. Yeah, it was Sonic uh, Rumble. Sonic uh, Battle, where he finally he finally killed Knuckles. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if that's yeah. canon or not. But, um, that's a good rivalry. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Uh, one. What other rivalries are there? Mario and Wario, I guess. It's not really a rivalry though. Well, isn't it more interesting castle. maybe to think of when you talk about rivalries like rivalries between games as it, as it were so for example the rivalry between Mario and Sonic for example right. Sonic would be the one that's always struggling to be as good as Mario but never quite is mm. yeah, yeah but but that but that would be like if at the end of uh, the movie Amadeus Mozart was like hey Salieri why don't you write this thing with me uh, and uh, then you can be my sidekick from now on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Which is kind that of that could have happened. Um, they could have done Olympic Games music together, and then everyone been fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the original happy ending of Amadeus. Yeah, the if only Amadeus. they had, if they had been invited to score the Olympics, everything would have been fine. <laughs> That's the ending the we Olympic all wanted. Games? Yeah. Yeah. M- Mozart and Salieri score <laughs> the Olympic Games. Yeah, it's Sonic would be Mozart. Sonic would be Sonic. Mozart. Yeah. yeah. Because his first works were so uh, so uh, virtuoso and uh, uh, impetuous, and uh, there was a jerk like Mario who convinced him to die, oh. fall into obscurity. Maybe because it was like Mario Kart. Because Mario Mario made Mario Kart and made 3D. And all these uh, all these middle class entertainments that Sonic was like we gotta make a, I'm gonna have a cart game too. What about uh what about the PlayStation Two and the Dreamcast? The PlayStation Stream. No, yeah. I think that's different. No, that's quite different. Quite different. Although there's gotta be the Play- like the PlayStation Two did kill the Dreamcast though. There's gotta be like admiration from from one side to the other, right? Like like right. some someone that's trying to be like the other but yes. never quite makes it. Tails um, and Sonic. <laughs> I don't like, I think Sonic has much to do with it, unfortunately. God no. darn it! Yeah, I'd, I'd like there to be a, a little bit more. I'd, I'd like there to be two consoles or like major publishers with this, but I don't. NBA no. Jam and NFL Blitz. How how about uh, the the Atari yeah. Twenty Six Hundred and the Intellivision? Yeah, the Intellivision. Yeah, okay, I can see that. And television um, was was very me too ish for the for the twenty six hundred, and then uh, the Intellivision died, and then and then Atari died, and it, ultimately everyone died. So that works out. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's dead. We're good. good. <laughs> yeah, just like Mozart. Uh, so, so is so is that solved? Uh, do we finally have that to rest? The Mozart and Salieri of video games. I guess I feel like we said so many things that now I'm confused. But let's, okay. let's say we did it. <laughs> All right, it's Mario and Luigi. It's so Mario does, and Luigi. Let's move on. Did Mozart think that video games are art? I think he did. I think he okay. did. Because I, I like him, and I wouldn't like him if he said that. That's so, right. Right. Okay. Good. Uh, Beethoven hated him though. Uh, Pokemon. Ah, hated him. Whoa. Yeah. Beethoven. Beethoven. Yeah. Yes. Pokemon usually evolve by leveling up but sometimes okay. need to be traded, pampered, learn a certain move, hold a certain item, brought to a certain location, or in one recent instance, uh, physically held upside down. What innovative evolution conditions would you include in the next Pokemon game? Well, I, I mean, dog fight, this Pokemon is basically dogfighting, right? Yeah. So, right. so just you keep them in cages, you poke them with sticks, you... Uh, you, you abuse you, them, you yell you at them. You abuse them, you don't feed them properly. I, I yeah. mean, I guess that's how you turn it into a ravenous beast, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, and when oh, they have puppies, depressing. you drown them in a bucket in front of them. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, showing them the death of their puppies, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, baby Pokemon are called puppies, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Puppy yeah. Pokemon. I think Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> um... That would do it though. That would make them kind of they would they would evolve into ravenous whatevers, or or Reach monsters. Unless unless they're like the quiet revenge type, is that is that one of the traits? Is it like fire, water, quiet revenge? That would be dark, I believe. Okay. Dark. Yeah. More like dork Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Dork Pokemon, oh. my favorite type. That's most of the types of Pokemon, actually. It is. I would um, want to see a Pokemon that evolves when it eats uh, a different type of... Uh, when it sees you eating a different type of food on your 3DS camera. I thought you were going to say different nice. type of Pokemon. Like your so character like, has to eat... It's like if you eat a piece of pizza, it becomes a pizza-type yeah. Pokemon. If it can see you doing this with the pizza. I think my like, problem with that is that if... if well, okay, as long as I don't have to see myself on the camera, because I never want to see myself eating or anyone else... Yeah, uh, so right. that's a problem. So, okay. So, uh, what if in 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 the world of the new Pokemon, um, there's a one in thirty chance that if you rip one of their limbs off, they evolve into something really cool. But and there's twenty nine in thirty chance that you just like they scream and bleed everywhere, and you have a crippled Pokemon. The old Pokemon. scream and bleed. Yeah, <laughs> but but you can't get rid of them. They have to fight anyway. Um, and so they just kind of go into battle and cry and bleed and fall over. But there's a one in thirty chance oh God. that like you made a really good Pokemon. So I think I that think, they should do right. that next. I think that's it's a good idea to to have that sort of uh, roll of the dice. It's like, you can evolve this Pokemon and he might he might burn into ashes or you know yeah. set this Pokemon on fire and uh, he might burn into ashes or he might turn yeah. into a super Pokemon. And he might burn know. into ashes, catch him. Oh, yeah, ashes catch him. Ashes and if, if you em. kill a Pokemon this way, then every time you turn on your 3DS, it starts with just a still image of that Pokemon before going into the, the menu, yeah. just to remind you of what yeah. you've done. Um, yeah, th- this I would be even better, but I... What? Yeah? Yeah, what? What, okay, good. what, what do you got, Javi? What would be even better? What would be even better, Tim? Oh, what? what? I was just going to say, there's... Well, what, I'm supposed to say something now? Yeah. I was going to say that... Yeah. Uh, There'd be one of this Pokemon in every version of the game. It would be like your starter Pokemon, 
And when it reached oh, like level 30, you would have the option to uh, burn it and see if it was a super Pokemon. And oh, you'd only like get that. one chance to choose yes or no. There I you like go. Um, and each, how about each embracing copy of the, game would... the weird? Are we embracing the weird? Time? Yeah, this is like there's a lot of lag happening is what it seems like. Uh, sorry I interrupted you. Uh, I was going to say that it'd be kind of cool to embrace the weird ways that people get like the uh, secret Pokemon in hacky ways, um, like Mewtwo in the original or whatever. Mm-hmm. So some kind of way of uh, evolving or getting a secret Pokemon that involves sort of like saving in a weird place and doing something cryptic and strange and turning off your 3DS would be kind of a neat way to uh, evolve Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I think actually um, the way that we should solve this is the way that they design anything in Pokemon is I'm pretty sure that they just look around the room and they're like, what about a new Pokemon that's a fan? And then they're done, right? Or they're like, what about... So I'm like, well, you can evolve the Pokemon by feeding it biscuits? Blowing you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> like that's 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 all the meetings are. They just have a bunch of things in front of them. They just name things. If you call it with your phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, that's a good one. Text evolved to this number within the next thirty seconds. Yeah, they've they've really uh, kind of run out of things. Don't they have like an ice cream Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon now? Yeah, yeah. That, that's Pokemon is just a sword. Yeah, they're just they they're just like man. There's, there's a cardboard not box stuff. Pokemon. They they they're gonna have vinyl record Pokemon pretty soon and square really, square really rim have, gra- glasses. They have they have ice cream but they don't have Quiet Revenge. No, not yet. That's terrible. Qu- How do you visualize Quiet Revenge? Like uh, you know, the, the, it's just really quiet and dark and like you put it into battle and just kind of sulks and leaves. But then like Four uh, years later, random randomly you'll start a battle and like. The other the other trainer will throw down the Pokeball and like their Pokemon will come out and it'll already be dead, like with its throat <laughs> slashed. And That's and that was good. your uh, your quiet revenge Pokemon did that when no one was looking. Pokemon don't die, Frank. They they faint. Well, I, man, I, I really thought you were gonna say Pokemon don't die, they multiply. <laughs> faint. I I, I just faint. dropped a link in chat for you, Frank. Uh, all right. Okay, for for the for the for those that are just listening to the podcast, something really exciting just happened. Yeah, Jaffe <laughs> dropped a link into I our sure private did. chat I that sure not did. even the viewers can see, and you listeners can't even like, imagine. So it's, it's there. only for us. <laughs> now you know about it. You'll never know. Uh, here's our next question. Mm-hmm. If you Let's were hear if you were dividing a diet of good video games into four major food groups, what would they be? Provide action. three examples of games in each category. Action, 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 and more action. That's one yeah. category. Uh, hard action, tough action, fat mm-hmm. action, and fast sports action. action. What, what about no, fat, fat action? action is better than fast action. All action is fast. Let's Can you it. provide examples of each? Fast action, slow action, hard action... And sports action. Okay, so the mistake that both Brandon and Tim have made here is that they're describing their pornography collections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fast action. Fast action. Well, it's Fast really easy action to confuse your, uh, your porn with your uh, video games. I can't, I can't tell the difference anymore. They're okay. both wasted. No, the, the difference is one is murder pornography and one is just regular pornography. Mm, regular. 
Komar, when you say when you say murder, it kind of sounds like Mordor. So you, yes. I heard Mordor pornography. Yes. Mordography is what I call yeah, it. Orcs, goblins, walk into first degree murder. Um, volcanoes are involved. <laughs> eyeballs on top of mountains. Yeah, eyeballs on top of mountains. That's that's yeah. a big big old fetish. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I think my uh, groups here. For myself, and it's possible they may still sound like pornography now that the, <laughs> that now that, that bug has entered the uh, uh, barely legal. Uh, <laughs> so, so I would have girls running on rooftops. Yeah. Right. Um, I would have uh, horizontally scrolling shooters. I would have um, Japanese tactics RPGs. No, they don't have to be Japanese anymore because Japan has fallen off the universe. So tactics RPGs. And uh, and then speedy platformers. I guess those would be my four my four groups. Speedy platformers basically just means Sonic, though. Platformers. 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 Yeah. yeah. Platformers. Yeah, so your three examples there, because we have this weird requirement to name three examples from each one. So. Oh, yeah. three examples. Right. From oh, each category. Yes. Come on. All right. Yeah, so do it, girls, man. Just do it. girls, girls running on rooftops. That's. Um, Valus one, two, three, and four. So that's four examples that I gave. That counts. Um, horizontal scooters. 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 Horizontal scooters. Horizontal scooters include uh, Gate of Thunder, Thunder Force Four, basically anything with thunder in the title. Sure. Lords um, of Thunder. And yeah. uh, of Thunder. And Einhander also because mm-hmm. I, I like I like how that I looks. I call that game one handers, but I call yeah, it. yeah one hander. Yeah, because that's the English translation. And then uh, I said other stuff. Oh, I said tactics games. So uh, Jean d'Arc, XCOM, and mm, why not R types? R type tactics. And then sure. fast action, uh, speed, fast action games. Yeah, or fast platformers. That's gonna be Sonic Two, Sonic Three, and Bubsy Two. And, uh, and and Bubsy 3D, yeah. Bubsy3D.com. 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 Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that. Although I realize oh. that that through through doing this, I left out a whole bunch of genres and things that I like because now there are no fighting games in there. So it sucks to be sad. you then. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see. So my my uh, food groups would be uh 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 at work web games. I like those. Um and then uh, uh, jumping around in cities games, which is kind of similar to girls on rooftop games. It's pretty similar, yeah. You got Shatterhand yeah. in there, and you got yeah. uh, Vice Project Doom and the Batman, yeah, the, the like the tall, skinny Nintendo guy games. Yeah, it's a good yeah. genre. Uh, and then the uh, uh, what else? What else do I like? I think that's it. I only like those two types. Adventure of games, games, right? I don't like adventure games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Brett, Brandon, I just realized you're saving graces that most fighting games feature girls on rooftops. Hey, that's true. Mm. All right. I'm safe. I'm safe, everyone. Even all I want to do is does. jump around uh, in a city and talk to people. That's all Matthew, I want to do every game. Matthew, what are Me? your food groups? Um, I don't know about multiple food groups, but I think that one of the most important things that people can do if they're going to play games is play games which are not necessarily good but are interesting, and I think that's it's very easy to avoid those ones just because people are like, oh, this part's broken or something, and that, and they just mm-hmm. you skip it. So, I mean, 
I really like enjoy all those sort of like weird like PS2 sort of era like um, games those, like those um, good tries. Yeah, like you know, like Raw Danger or something like that is like a, mm-hmm. a game that's just basically pish, but it's like super interesting. You know, like you you would never have a bad time playing it, even if you struggle against it. And there's so many like games which are which are good but boring. If you know, what I mean, and I think bad but interesting is an important thing to involve in your diet. Right, I agree. Yep. Good so, but boring. Those are eating your vegetables, I suppose. Yeah. So three examples of those would be like Raw Danger <laughs> and uh, Deadly Premonition and yeah. what Near. else? Near? Mm. Yeah, Near. Near, yeah. All right. Uh, Tim, any uh, taking the seriously points? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I figured that that's what I was going to do. But uh, now that you uh, try and make light of my inability to take something seriously, I'm not really sure I want to. But I was <laughs> going to say that I think uh, electronic sports games that can be played on a pure competitive level without any nonsense are pretty good. I think that would include games such as uh, Quake and uh, Video Ball, NBA do mean, Jam, do you mean League quacky? of Legends. Yeah, Quacky. Quacky. Uh, I, I, like, I like those games. Uh, I think that they're the best sorts of games for anybody to play. Esports. And, uh, I, w- <laughs> you know, I mean, just games such as that. I think strategy games in general, I want to say like a Civilization or uh, all the way down to a Fire Emblem, I, I consider those to be the same thing uh, in terms of you know the input-output, just how it ends up feeling in your brain. Yeah, those um, are fun. And then, uh, you know, like your Civilization, Fire Emblem, Advance Wars, uh, just all those kind of games, that's one other group that I enjoy a lot. And then I enjoy... I, I guess I like the role-playing games, but of a certain type... Uh, but, I mean, I like Secret of Mana, Secret of Evermore, uh, Final Fantasy VI, Dragon Quest V, uh, Lufia II. Really good, really good, strong games with uh, kind of good, strong, simple stories. I guess I would even put Zelda Link to the Past, uh, Majora's Mask, Link's Awakening in there. And then I guess I like uh, sort of... Classic side-scrolling action games is the other one, but it's really hard to say what type because uh, I like ones that are fast and ones that are faster-paced. So I would say like a Sonic the Hedgehog. But if I had to cut out speed as a criteria, which uh, speed is not quite as important to me, I I really would consider dividing this up into fast action and slow action if I had more food groups. But uh, I would say slow... You're talking about a food pyramid now. Yeah, I'm talking about a pyramid now. So there's... I, I'm going to go ahead and say an example for me of slow action. I would consider Super Mario Brothers 3 as fast as a slow action game can be uh, before it becomes a fast action game. Uh, so that's then, along with that would be Elevator Action Returns and uh, Rolling Thunder. The entire Rolling Thunder series, uh, I really like that pace of action. Rolling Thunder is just pretty fun. Rolling Thunder 2 and 3, fantastic games. I like those. Gears of War, I consider that a slow action game. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. I, All I like right. that Rolling Thunder. Three is a strange one, though. Three is three is strange but good, and yeah. then two is cool but rude. Yeah, that's sure. It. In what instances have you found yourself actively suppressing the desire to play more of a particular video game? Whoa. Uh, that's a tough one. 
Not yeah. doesn't doesn't happen very often that sort of thing. I remember when it used to happen, but uh, those were also games that I totally burned out on. Like I I remember having to suppress the desire. It was mostly in high school. Like man, I want to keep playing was... Final Fantasy VII, but I uh, need to wake up and go to school, so I had better stop. But I hmm, I guess the last time I can remember was probably. Hmm, this isn't a this is a semi embarrassing one, but probably Fallout Three. Oh, FO three. Because they did such a good job of the old carrot dangle where oh. you'd be like, Okay, I'm done with this thing. I'm just gonna finish up this stupid quest and then the guy's like, Oh, thanks for finishing this thing. I have this other thing or you or as you're going to do that quest, you're like, oh, but there's that weird house over there, and I just discovered a new area. What's in this area? I'm just going to explore this. And then you get three more quests while you're in there, and then you're like, man, maybe I'll just do one of these. So, yeah, that I guess that probably Fallout 3 was the last time. And that was, we should say, uh, your first Western RPG, I believe. So you kind of weren't used to just... Uh... The yeah, mental freedom of just like I'm gonna do what I feel like instead of trying to complete everything. Yeah, that was. I guess that was my first one of those. Yeah. Yep. And I didn't even play Grand Theft Auto really for more than an hour because I didn't like it. So Grand Theft Auto, more like Grand Theft Auto. So yeah. So I guess that was. It was probably just because it was my first one of them. Anyone I'm else got a really hard time with this question because. Like, I usually am... I kind of force myself to keep playing games. I kind of have the opposite feeling for the most part. Because it's like, I know I'll get something out of this. i got to keep playing. But, like, uh, uh, a big part of me is, like, trying to get away from the game at all times. Like, last night I was trying to play The Last of Us and just not really enjoying the combat stuff. And I don't want to get into that in the show necessarily. But the point is that, like... I had to kind of force myself to keep playing because I was like, I want to watch a movie instead of this. Um, so I don't know that I have had a situation other than like Brandon's I gotta go to school in the morning one where like I had to force myself to stop playing a game. You know, I, I can think of another example for myself which is not a game but just games in general which is when I come back from a trip to somewhere where they have video game stores... Sometimes I buy a bunch of cheap old games for my Genesis or my PC Engine or my Saturn or whatever, and then I'll get home and I'll want to just try them all out, and then it's 4 a.m., and I'm like, well, that was a mistake. I had better stop doing this. So, But that's, that's not so much forcing as just making a bad decision and then trying to rectify it. What about these other guys? Yeah. Actually, yeah, expressing the desire to play more of a video game, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tim, how about ten by eight? Did you ever, active, ever actively suppress the desire to play that more? Um, uh, I'm not hundred. I'm not. I'm not able to immediately understand uh, what the funniest way to answer that question is. <laughs> but there, there was uh, some time when I started playing that game in the middle of the night because I'm testing it because we're going to release it at, at some point soon. And I was like, oh, I only need to check this one thing, but I did keep playing it. It's like, I guess I should stop playing this. And the same thing with, with Video Ball. I'll sit there and play against those stupid AI bots all the time, and I'll have a good time, and I'll be like, 
yeah, I should probably write this long email about it. But I'm not really sure that counts. Yeah, it probably doesn't. I would do the same with Gunsport if I had AI in it, which eventually I will. Uh, I would probably just keep playing AI. But, I, uh, uh, yeah. I was going to say that like, I'm, I'm kind of realizing that I'm just not into games that uh, feed on your addiction. So I've never liked MMOs. I've never liked Animal Crossing. You know, I've never liked... Uh, uh, this the sort of like free to play management kind of games. So like maybe I'm just not susceptible to being like addicted to a game. <laughs> Matthew Kumar, how about you? Um, uh, the one I can think of was actually really recent and actually super embarrassing because I spent um literally months telling people I wasn't gonna get the new Animal Crossing because I was just sick of it. I was sick of the way it's so repetitive. <laughs> yeah. And then when I got it, it took like a week or so and then because I told myself, okay, what the problem with Animal Crossing is is that you play it like a huge amount in two weeks. And actually there's not that much content in the game really. You can only play it for like twenty minutes, maybe a day. So I was like, I'll play 20 minutes, half an hour a day only. But when you just get something, you're like, I want to play it, right? So that's why people burn out, burn out on it. So I was just playing 20 minutes and putting it down and just thinking of my town and thinking what I could do with my town. And then I, at this point, I realized that, I mean, I play it for like 100 hours now or something across like three months or something. So it's, it's not lot. actually, it's a lot, but it's spread across. But the amount of time I've spent thinking about the game is probably four times that. So if mm. I called that all playing the game, I have a have had a very sad existence for the last uh, three months yeah. or so, uh, and I'm really disappointed in myself. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, I guess I guess I don't play games like that. I got that Animal Crossing. I was excited about it. And I just I gave up. I haven't been back to my town since like two weeks after I started playing it. So I guess it's yeah, that's sad. what everybody does. Everyone does that. Yeah. And I was like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play it the way that the designer supposedly intends it, which is just pick it up, pop into town, wander about, you know, like have your favorite little guys, and then close it and forget about it. The thing is, I'm closing it. I'm not forgetting about it. I got <laughs> to a point where I had so many perfect fruit trees that were growing, and I had this whole perfect fruit conveyor belt operation going, right, where I could just... But it was just the whole act of harvesting the fruit and uh, packing them into bundles and packing up my bag. It was just felt like way too much work. So that's yeah, why I stopped playing. I'm like, I, I figured the game out. I solved it. I solved the way to just get infinite money uh, every day, but then I have to sit here and do this for 20 minutes. If it was a little more fun, I would have liked it. I guess that's my problem. Technically, you've picked else. one of the ways to infinite, for to infinite money. The other way to infinite money is to go to the go island to the tropical and island, collect yeah. Uh, bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that That's, one out too. And like, I'm there's like, plenty of ways to make infinite money. Mm -hmm. The game isn't about money. The game is for me right now. Uh, it's about the game is fun. about getting my goddamn townsfolk to ask me for the things in the town I want. So I honestly, the reason I played it so much is I've spent months wandering around town because they only ask you for things in town if they go bing and waiting for them to go bing and ask for a police station. But they'd always be like, bing, hey dude, uh, who's the strongest in town? And I'd be like, I don't care who's strongest in town, ask me for a police station. There's no police station. I want a police station. And then finally they asked for a police station, but now I'm like, well, I really want a, um, a campfire. And I'm like, bing, hey bro, uh, soccer's all about eye contact. And I'm like, shut up, I don't care about soccer, I want a campfire. Um, and that's my life now, is turning it on, wandering around this town, waiting for dudes to bang. It's very, very sad. I'm very, that's, very that's, unhappy with myself. That doesn't sound fun. It's <laughs> not fun. 
Hmm. But it's only one of the ways to play the game. I mean, N- Nintendo Nintendo loves to create uh, games that are actually obligations in, right. in disguise. Yeah. I would say I I would say that is a really really hasty thing to say about Nintendo. I would say. You, uh, you don't think they I love to do it? I never felt obligated to play a Mario game. It's like, do I like Mario. Do duress? But, uh, <laughs> I like Mario. Nintendo well, wants it... to obligate you to catch them all. Yeah, I was going to say, besides Pokemon You're not and Animal Crossing, to catch them what, all what else are you? You gotta! No, well, okay. The TV show, that, that psychopathic, obsessive-compulsive kid on the TV show has got to catch them all. That doesn't no, mean you no, do. he does not. He does not catch them all. He, goes, he wants to, though. He wants, he wants to, be to be the very, the very best. best. That, that, that doesn't have to do with catching all of the them. The catchphrase, okay. the catchphrase, get it, is yeah. got to catch them all. And that doesn't mean you've got to catch them all. All you need to do is beat the gym leaders however you can. I thought that's, catch it becomes a problem solving. I thought got to catch them all originated with the uh, marketing of the uh, video game in America. And it yes, was adapted for the anime. Yes. Yeah, they used it. They used it in the theme song of the anime. Yeah, um, but I'm also talking about. Pokemon. I'm also talking about games like uh, Super Mario Sunshine, where they've got SMS. All, all these coins you're supposed to collect, and they are the you know that like those are the the main goal is complete the level, but they're they're always showing you these things just out of your reach that you are they want you to want to get. It's it's not they don't put those there. Yeah, just because. So they they you know, they want you to spend a lot of time in that world, but the way they do it is not by making a bunch of a bunch more fun stuff. They do it by making a bunch of stuff that is just grindier and harder. And that's what I feel like they do. But uh you're welcome to disagree. I mean, I don't know. You you don't I I see so, so here's the thing. The last couple Mario games, uh, Mario Galaxy or whatever. I played them and I got all the stuff. Uh, that I needed to get to get through the game, and I didn't go back and do all the other stuff, the optional stuff. Uh, I would say the game's actually, as far as that sort of game goes, I don't feel like the game is like, oh, so you beat the game, but maybe you should try to do all the optional reverse shadow levels that have this thing. And, uh, you know, you should play the game backwards now. And it's like, I, I never really felt like the game was... Uh, calling me a loser for not doing that. Animal Crossing does feel like it's... Animal Crossing actively calls you a loser when, yes. you are, uh, when you're do not that. doing uh, the stuff. It's like, you you been here? why haven't you been in my town in a while? Why Kept haven't you long. been in the town? Everyone why, died. Why haven't <laughs> you talked to me? <laughs> and it's like that, that game, then they put cockroaches in your house. Yeah. yeah. Uh... One more question. Uh, what's oh, the story? OMG. Yeah, what's the story with those video game trade schools you see ads for sometimes? <laughs> oh, VGTS. Yeah, <laughs> that elicited a humorous response from Frank. Let's hear what he has to say. Uh, so, what's the deal with the video game trade schools? It's all what's a scam. The deal? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a scam. There's no, there's nothing there except a scam. Um, I'll get back I on love camera. Scams. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know of people who get jobs from video game schools. Like, I don't think that's a thing that actually happens. Um, no, I think it does, actually. It depends okay. on where you are. Like, like at Digipen... Yeah. Digipen, Digipen, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. And um, uh, stuff. That the whole Singaporean industry is built out of those students. Fair Digipen. enough, but that's Digipen. How many other schools are there? Well, yeah, there's I mean, Full Sail. Yeah, there, there's Floridian tons, school, but full there are sale. like five good ones. Right, yeah. 
I guess I guess I'm more thinking of the obvious scam ones when I hear that, which is like the stuff you get ads for on Facebook for, like, uh, right. um, you know, like like be a video game tester and make a million dollars. Yeah. Come to DeVry or or, or are... Phoenix University yeah. online. Phoenix, yeah. More like Phoenix Down University. Whoa. Oh. Final Fantasy joke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, what the deal is with them is that they've recognized that there's, you know, a, a large group of people who uh, want a career in video games, so they're like, well, let's give them a program that lets them think like they're working toward that. Um, when I say it's a scam, note that this is coming from a person who thinks that uh, most uh, schools are a scam. <laughs> like, right. Like this is coming from someone who intentionally dropped out of school in order to work. So I'm maybe school a little biased. School stupid. It. School never did nothing for me. I wish I didn't go to college. I'd be so rich if I didn't go to college. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I like wasted me. so much time. I would have. Uh, I would have gone straight into cool stuff. I did okay college. with college. That's, college blows. It's, if I if I hadn't gone to college, I wouldn't have met uh, Vince, and I wouldn't have made Insert Credit, and we There'd all no, would be talking this about this. Podcast would have a different name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. would have done something and else. The thing is, of yeah. course, is that the uh, your your college didn't make that happen, right? No. They weren't like you should no. make a website. You should meet this guy, Vince. No, <laughs> it's just a it's a staging area for yes. those things to happen. That's, Indeed, that's why I would very much agree with Frank in saying that basically. For the most part, higher education is a place where you go just hang around for three or four years becoming an adult. Yep. You know? yeah. So don't spend a huge amount of money on a two-year trade school to thinking, I'll get through it fast because you'll come out still not an adult with not much better off than anyone else. Indeed. Yeah, I was a lot of money. I was a functioning adult before I went to college. So that's why I should, have just, I should have just gone. My plan was to go to Japan and just join a band. That was my plan, and because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I was really fat and ugly, and then suddenly I started working out, and I, I looked really good for like four years of my life. I could have been like a model or an actor or something. I looked really good for like four <laughs> years, and it's yeah. like I, I can tell people this. Nobody's ever going to believe it, but God darn it. And then you know I went to college, and I got out of college, and I... I paid for my college in cash, you know, and I had no money, and I'm over there in Japan, and I just start getting gross and fat and didn't cut my hair for, like, two years. And just, it's like, what happened there, man, you know? It's like, what, what, did, I, I, what did I learn in college? I learned how to speak Farsi. Like, what, what am I doing with that? I learned how to speak Russian. When was the last time I went to Russian? Never, right? It's almost farcical. Yeah! yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So what you're saying is you wasted your twilight years of being attractive uh, in college. Yeah, I could have instead, uh, instead of marketing your attraction. Yeah, I could have gone like I could have gone to Japan and joined a band, and just been a guy singing songs in Japanese as a as a white person, and uh, I could have been a novelty. I could have been on TV. That's what I should have done. I think we've solved this one. Basically, uh, if you're thinking about going to a video game trade school and you have, say, $65,000 in your pocket to do that, look in the mirror. If you are attractive, 
go to mm-hmm. Japan Move and join to the Japan. Ah. Exactly. Uh, or, or here's one thing. I didn't study computer programming. I studied linguistics and statistics and journalism, right? Journalistics. But, but journalistics. But here I am, director of the greatest video game that's ever been made, Video <laughs> Ball, right? Uh, duh. Do you need to study games to make games? No. What you need to do is go to unity3d.com and they'll hook you up. Mm-hmm. And then just make something and put it out there. That's Unity what it is. 3D.com is the real video game trade school. Yeah, you want to make a, you want to go to a school and have a bunch of people try and tell you what you could, what you can do. You know, just, you know, forget it, man. You know, that's just the man. You know, forget that guy. Right. I, I actually agree with that. We had, we had that game career guide. GCG. Thing yeah. In in the uh, game developer magazine days, and it was basically funded by schools buying ads, but all mm-hmm. the content was saying, "Here's a bunch of tutorials you can do. You can just make games right now. Just make games right now, and that's what's going to help you. Don't bother with tutorials, more like. But yeah. but I can go to game level design school class. And learn from Professor Video Games, and he'll teach me his knowledge. Professor Vid Games. Here's what i got to say. If you, you either got the juice or you don't. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. What, that's what it comes down to. You either, got the, you either got Coca-Cola in your gas can, or you've got uh, nitroglycerin. Either way, um, you, want, you want a Jack LaLanne Pro Juicer, and you just want to right. put that stuff in there because it spits the pulp out separately, and it's really dry, and it gets all the juice out. And I do saw it on an infomercial one. Do oh, not get Jack anything LaLanne that ejects the pulp. Do not <laughs> eject the pulp from your juice. You want the pulp. Otherwise, you're just fooling yourself. But Darn. I saw a whole infomercial from Jack LaLanne, God Guess rest what? his soul. You want to know what happened to that guy, Jack LaLanne? He He's got dead. real buff, and then he died. Tim. Yeah, he got real buff and died at age 95. What? Tim, yeah. my, my kids won't drink the juice with the pulp. Yeah. They hate the pulp, my What kids. you need to do is take your kid by the back of the head uh-huh. and then have a, a, a fistful, <laughs> a bundle of pencils. <laughs> yeah. Just jam them into that as hard as you can, right in the forehead. <laughs> That's what you want to do with your kid. And then That's uh, child abuse. That, that is what I want to like do with pulp. my kid, though. What? Because video games are about choice, I'm gonna Who present you? you. I'm gonna present you with a choice right now. Uh, right. We can do a uh, regular sized uh, standard uh, final lightning round, or we could do a super involved one. Uh, which would you like? Oh uh, man, standard. Yeah, I think yeah, regular. Standard. Yeah, yeah, let's go with regular. the regular. Okay, we're gonna play uh, title design. Which is where I say the name of the thing, and you uh, uh, tell me what video game it is based on the title alone. Uh, The theme this week is Batman stories. I'm going to tell you the name of a Batman story, and you have to uh, come up with the video game based on the name of that story. But the video game doesn't have to do with half. No, 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 no. no, no. In fact, let's say no Batman. No Batman. There you go. Our first uh, game is The Long Halloween. Oh, so Batman. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, Superman. <laughs> no comic book characters whatsoever. Okay, The Long Halloween is about Thor. Uh, Thor's a movie character. Thor. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the Long Halloween is a game about a kid who. Uh, it's kind of like a coming of age story about a kid who is out getting candy with his younger brothers for the last year ever, 
but he should be going to this party and he feels like he wants to go to this party but also he kind of wants to get candy and it's it's a kind of a an adventure game with dialogue trees where you're trying to figure out how to make this kid and yourself happy huh. oh wait okay. have a groundhog day thing going on like it just keeps you keep living the day over and over again that that See, that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking it's like zelda majora's mask but with a halloween theme you're just reliving the last 24 hours. You have to reset it and solve a crisis in a in a Halloweenish town. Corpse or, or it's a ripoff of uh, the Garfield uh, Halloween special, but with different characters. All right. Yes. Yeah, and and more lasagna. Yeah. Court of Owls. Court of Owls. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, does what it says in the tin. Does what it says yeah. in the tin. It's 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 Phoenix Wright. You're playing yeah. as birds. It's Phoenix, right? And 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 they keep asking you who, and you're like, yeah. I don't know who. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they ask you who, and like the the profile pictures come up, like in Phoenix, right? But like none of them are right. Yeah, it's right. like not actually what they're asking. Yeah. Uh, hush money. Hush money. Um, it's a uh, it's a game uh, where. Uh, you are one of the partners in the Long John Silver Corporation, and you're the nice. inventor of the Hush Puppy. Oh, the um, HP. But and you've done some market research and realized that you could just spin off your own uh, Hush Puppy company. So uh, you go and uh, you make a fast food oh, restaurant that only food. serves Hush Puppies with uh, dipping sauces that you have to, to invest a lot of R and D into in order to uh, hush money. Long John Silver's tycoon. Yeah. I think it would be an interesting opportunity to do like a, a drug war slash diplomacy style game where you're trying to buy off the right people um, mm. but but the interests start to conflict more and more and then eventually you lose but you see how long you can keep people quiet about this issue or that uh, before before you fail that could be cool Black okay I, I have an idea okay, okay. Yeah. oh can I Go. do the hush money one yes, yeah, yes. Do it. Yeah. 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 okay so you live in a far-flung future where stolen money <laughs> cries like a baby, right? Okay. You're stealing yeah. it from a bank, and you have to keep being like, hush money, hush money, like keep it quiet, and escape no. the bank with the money. How about you're a special type of hacker who enters the computer system to uh, make the, to uh, hack the money's ability to cry. And, uh, therefore, and it's basically too. just, it's just res. Except that's the if you story that If you put your hacking ability really high, you can try that. But if you're uh-huh. also you're going to put the motherly ability really high, it's it's trade-off. It's <laughs> basically yeah. like Deus Ex. You got to figure out, you yeah. know, which augmentation. But involving crying do. money. Right, so does does a money cry like a baby or like a grown man in serious pain? Like a gorilla. Like a gorilla cry. Okay. Uh, yeah, like a gorilla who's out of bananas. What? Oh, it depends on the denomination. Like dollar bills probably cry like dogs. Right? Guys, that's enough on hush money. Black no, it's really mirror. not. Black what? Black mirror. Okay. Black mirror. Black- I don't know, it's just some RPG made in Eastern Europe. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds right, that sounds bang on. Uh, I think it's a strategy game from Japan, but that that could be. Uh, Death in the Family. Death in the Family. Oh, it's kind of like Octodad, except you're the Grim Reaper. Oh, that's great! Yeah, you're you're a grim. It's like you're a grim reaper octopus with like eight, uh, eight (laughs) Eight sickles on 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 the ends of your arms, and you have to like walk through a giant family reunion, avoiding killing, avoiding (laughs) killing your family. Every every time you every time you kill one, like it starts it starts over with like a funeral, right? (laughs) So like you're trying to just get through it, but like every time you accidentally kill someone, you just got to play another level. It's like 
you could speed run it if you don't kill anybody, but most players will just keep accidentally killing people and having to go to the next level. Or maybe and, it's a maybe it's a No More Heroes like where you're at a family reunion and everybody in the family is a, a an assassin. You have to kill your entire family. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I I would say it's it's uh, Night Trap with the All in the Family license. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, under the hood. Uh, All right. What's next? Under, under the, the hood. hood. It's a game about tuning. It's a puzzle game about tuning up cars. Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking the exact puzzle same game thing. about like, twisting gears. Yeah. It would it would be a really cool kind of like puzzle game slash management thing where you're uh you're you're basically a pit crew for a variety of interesting vehicles around like you're a traveling pit crew going around the world. And you're you're fixing various vehicles up for their various races, and uh, and yeah, under the hood. All right, Gotham by Gaslight, mm. and no Batman in Gotham by Gaslight. Right, well, Gotham uh, is a word for like big cities. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is true, Brandon. Yeah. And also, Gotham is what they used to call New York City mm-hmm. back when they had gas lights. That's so, a lie. Back when uh, they they only had gas lamps, so it would just be a uh, you're a guy. Uh, you're like an old school cop in in just New mm-hmm. York City, with the. I mean, I just why not make that game right now? Somebody like Irish Irish cop sort of. Yeah, like an Irish cop. Uh, yeah. Gangs of New York era. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta uh, take down all like they had like eight the five points. Yeah, yeah. The five, there's uh, all those gangs in the five points. There's there's like twelve different gangs. You just gotta murder them all. Yeah, you just gotta murder every single. But only at night because you're a vampire. You're a vampire cop. Vampire cop. <laughs> nice. yeah. So it's always only by gaslight can Bam, you kill. I sort of feel like I keep thinking about the same game here, but I think it would be fun to have a game where you are a, the lamplighter, and but you only have a certain amount of fuel and flint, and you know the areas that you light stay safe, and the areas that you don't fall to crime, and it becomes more difficult to light those lamps in the in the future, and then you've got a dwindling area in which you can light lamps and and that's how you feed your family. For a long time I've been planning some sort of Victorian London cat burglar game that's like a Zelda it's like Zelda Link to the Past but you're a, a team but of you steal cats. cat burglars. No. But you're a team of cat burglars and uh, the the excuse that the, your leader uses to be let into people's houses is that he is a gas lantern inspector inspecting the gas lines because that's actually sort of a, a conceivable alibi for that period of time. It's yeah. like a conceivable, like, like yeah, there's problems with gas. People were terrified of gas leaks back then. So that's why you're able to walk into somebody's house. They're like, what are you doing here? It's like, well, I'm a gas. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's, blind that's... Justice. Blind Justice. Uh, it's a connect game. <laughs> and there's no, no screen component at all. I was going to say it's a... It's a... It's a platform game just starring the uh, Justice statue swinging around the uh, the weights. <laughs> That's the one to beat, guys. Swinging the scales. Yeah. Matthew, Let's just go with that one. That's... Than... Okay, fine. Uh, next is Thrill Killer. Thrill Killer? Didn't they sequel to Thrill already? Kill? Yeah. Thrill Kill 2, Thrill Kill Her? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yes. Thrill Kill 2. Uh, Tower of Babel. Wait, wait, I want to go back to Thrill Killer. It is the unsuccessful Kickstarter attempt at a, a, re, a revival of Thrill Kill. Yes. It would probably get about $2,000. Yeah. yeah. From, uh, t- from, the, from the people that created it. Yeah. Right. Tower of Babel. 
The puzzle they always do in video games, you know, the Terror of Babel puzzle, puzzle, right? Is that the one I'm thinking of? You know, I the know. three stacks and you've got the spirals and you have to put them all in one. No, I guess maybe I've, it is. I've had this idea in my head for a long time of a puzzle game that's like Tetris, but you never get the same piece twice. Okay. So the idea would be it's like Jenga, but you're looking down and it's in 3D and you're dropping, these pieces are falling and you're just kind of rotating them with both analog, st- or with one analog stick and then moving them with the other analog stick and dropping them with the trigger and you're just building a tower of bizarrely irregularly shaped pieces and seeing how tall you can make it. I've had that it's idea a, it's in my a game for a long where time. It's a game where you're at this party in this huge tower and the bathroom is on the 100th floor. And, yeah. uh, and all 104s have uh, people who are partying who you don't really want to talk to because you have some social anxiety. And they talk um, to you a lot. And they're just babbling at you constantly and you're trying to like bypass them uh, using gadgets and uh, catchphrases and awkwardness. Uh, good old Fair gadgets. Yeah. So, does it just say, yeah. I misspoke, it's a terrorist Hanoi that I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that is what you're thinking of. That's right. So the game that I would like to play that is that would have this title would be a kind of roguelike. It would have to be a little more structured, but kind of a roguelike where every NPC has some vital information for you, but they speak a different language. So it's an it's a it's a roguelike in a tower, and you're you're trying to get to the top, but they all have clues in different languages, and it's not translated, and it's only spoken or or written if it's a written only language. And uh, and there you go. That would be fun for me. Cool. I would be confused by that. Cool. Mad love. Oh, I thought we were done with this. It's uh, a uh, it's a game about um, a a really gross like collector guy who's uh, made it his goal to get mint condition copies of every issue of Mad Magazine. <laughs> Yo, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And our fi- and our final one is the Killing Joke. Oh, the Killing Joke is just any video game that exists because <laughs> they're all just jokes that kill you. That's right. This has yeah. been episode 67 of the Insert Credit Podcast. Now, Matthew, I believe you have some exciting news to share. Do I? Oh, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyone who's mm-hmm. listened to this, to check out mkultragames.com. Uh, I've just announced my game company exists now, and we're working on a game called Night and Damsel for Ouya coming out next year. Oh, yeah. yeah. For the oh, yeah. Um, yep. Tim, Frank, Brandon, do you have anything going on in your lives you'd like to broadcast? Tomorrow there's this thing in San Francisco called Good Game Club. Go to goodgameclub.com. It's a thing that's happening in San Francisco tomorrow if you happen to be near there. You can play video ball there, uh, and if you have two or so minutes to spare, you can play Brandon's game as well and then come back for some more video ball. Uh, so great. if you want if you want to go to that, go to that. Uh, yeah, my game's but, called Gunsport, and uh, you know, in in your off video ball minutes, you can come by and uh, and I'll be there crying by myself. I'm gonna go ahead and say that I've had enough of this nonsense, and I don't care if nobody coming, uh, nobody listening to the show comes to the thing. I don't care because I would rather work on the thing that I'm working on. I would rather work on it to completion than uh, uh, go show it to some people who aren't even gonna probably even really have fun. They're just going to be spilling. I got like eight beers spilled on my controllers <laughs> last time. Just like, yeah, oh, what's, this game? Oh, what's just... this game? Oh, what's this game? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, hey, bro, you have sorry. Like, that's what's going to happen. Oh, I spilled this. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Sponge right. gross don't... people spilling crap. Don't spill stuff okay. on my god darn Tim, stuff. Tim, you gotta you gotta stop going uh, having your game shown in these kind of like a uh, yodeling convention. <laughs> yeah, you know you know where it's cool to show the game is uh, to just make it a game and sell it to people, and the people will show it to themselves. So anyway, that's if all you I've do got. go. If you do go to Good Games Club, make sure to check out Gunsport and uh, leave Tim alone. Uh, so, uh, if you're good like Video Vault, look at the goddamn video on YouTube. Welcome to Video Vault. It teaches you sort of how to play. Mm. That way, you don't have to stand there going, oh, "What am I doing? Oh, what am I doing?" It's not goddamn rocket science, for God's sake. It's one analog stick and one button, for God's sake. Come on. And no, I'm not. It's not coming uh, out like... on a goddamn touch screen. It's not going to be on any goddamn phones. You know? I mean, come on. Actually, I, I want to stop I wanna asking me that. Stop have emailing a bit of me about a side being note on a phone. What? On that, because uh, I was talking to these guys that are mobile guys that have a whole lot of money, and uh, and they were asking what game I was showing at this event, and I was like, yeah, it's this kind of a thing. And they're like, wait a second, you need controllers? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like on the PC, and uh, you know we're gonna have it on a 37-inch screen and stuff. And he's like, wait, you need a TV too? Like yeah, yeah, I'm making a video game over here. I'm making a video nub, game. You nub is what you should have said to him. <laughs> How does it monetize? I have to go to the yeah. bathroom so bad. Can yeah, end the show, Jackie. End the show. Uh, I I want to do my I want to do my things. Uh, I, I want to thank Blaine Brown, our editor. Oh. If you want to hang out with us after the show, then you uh, Tim go to the bathroom. Tim has to uh, pee. No, 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 I have to it, see it, the end. If you want to hang out with us after the show for about 10-15 minutes, we can do that. Uh, write, write in your questions to podcast at insertcredit.com. We're still taking votes for the best game of all time, so uh, send those in. Uh, I think that covers everything. I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Spalvi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. Uh, and over there someone's Matthew Kumar. Matthew Kumar, yeah, Matthew Kumar's Kumar over there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And now you're playing with podcasts. Podcast over, yeah!